0: good morning everybody welcome back it's the daily draft report it's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 nfl draft brought to you by campus to canton and i'm so damn excited to finally be talking about Taji spears running back from tulane senior five foot 10 201 pounds and i'm also extremely excited to bring on my guest guy i've done a lot of work with but i realized i haven't really talked to you a whole lot uh nino <laughs> from toilets to titles how you doing bud uh dwight it's a, it's a pleasure to be on the show appreciate you reaching out
1: get me on here um yeah we've been doing work together for a while but i don't think we've actually like uh got on a podcast
0: and chopped it up so it'll be uh yeah, fun yeah it'll be
1: fun we tonight. got leagues I,
0: together so yeah. it's probably probably good that we aren't on too many podcasts together <laughs> <laughs> i
1: know right i was getting yelled at by you in the, on the pinnacle of debbie so
0: <laughs> but it's all love all uh, i'm excited for
1: this episode you know i i Got made a lot of contacts at Tulane with Maddie and uh you know Nicholas Anderson. I interviewed both Nicholas Anderson and Tajay Spears, so I'm excited for this one.
0: All right, man. Let's go quick through his profile. As a se- as a senior in high school, he had 1,800 yards of total offense, 18 touchdowns at Ponchatola High School. I how you pronounce it. He registered at Tulane 2019, uh, playing in five games where he had 192 yards rushing that year. Uh, started his First three games of 2020, had 274 yards rushing, a couple touchdowns, couple receptions, ended up missing the rest of the year with a torn ACL. Uh, he played all 12 games in 2021, leading the Greenway with 863 rushing yards and nine scores. But 2022 really took his game to another level, um, earning the American Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year by rushing for 1,581 yards, 19 scores, catching 22 passes, 256 yards, two touchdowns, and he torched – Torched USC in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I honestly can compare that game to USC. It looked like a bunch of farmers trying to catch a greased hog. I mean, it was ugly. Seventeen carries, two hundred five yards, four touchdowns against USC. So that was his kind of coming out party for most of the world, and had a pretty damn good Senior Bowl week. Um, you guys can attest to that. Oh yeah. So well as the titles being down there, the combine or the combine and pro day didn't go as well as some people like, but. We'll talk a little bit about that. All right, Nino, what skills does Tajay Spears have you think will make him successful at the next level?
1: Create space. I mean, you get him in the open field, good luck trying to catch him. He's got great hands, which is an attribute to his running style. right? He can, he can run in the inside with no problem, but you get him to the outside, and good luck trying to catch him. He's elusive. He makes one cut, and he can instantly make separation. Like and a, a lazy man comp is like a Matt Forte, obviously same school, right? But they both, both guys are both great catching the ball and good runners. They could run inside and outside NFL comp right now. Like I, he's like Alvin Kamara esque. He can, can kind of do it all. I know the size is a little small. The main concern going into the senior ball, was he going to hit the 200 mark and he was came in at 201, right? We're going to talk right. about guys that stand out that you really weren't, you know, top five running backs going into it because he wasn't a top five. I mean, he went on a run from week seven on but put him up in that, you know, echelon of guys to talk about. But my man had wow moments at the Senior Bowl so much. I've only been one year, but I talked to people who've been there multiple years. He had linebackers and safeties doing pushups that he smoked them so bad. So, <laughs> like, I mean, that says enough It is it own. Like, he, the coach is like, he's just making our defense look silly out here. They need some discipline. And they're out there dropping 20. So it's like, he, he's, a, he's a total package back. I would like to see maybe a little bit more size to him to be able to get, you know, the 15 to 20 carries at the next level. Um, But I think everything that that he brings to the table, being able to, you know, catch the ball uh, in in a a phone booth, you know, he can make you miss. And he's not as big as Bijan, but he has some of the, you know, the elusiveness as Bijan does.
0: Yeah, I think if you Google or not Google, go to Twitter and search Tajay Spears Senior Bowl, you'll find this rep where he just like it looked like he went through a portal. Like he just, he did this like spin move and he came out like three yards to the right. And the defender was like, what the hell just happened?
1: Oh, that was it Savonka, was I- that was Savonka uh, Dennis from Pittsburgh, yeah. right? Yeah, he stopped him in his track. Dude stumbled over his own feet, and no disrespect, but he ended up getting injured on that play, and he didn't play the rest uh, of the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, he would have probably injured any linebacker there. That was, <laughs> that was ugly. Um, yeah, I got routinely – his quickness and agility stand out. I think he makes guys miss with just these ridiculously quick moves, whether it's a jump cut, spin, right. sidestep. I mean, in the open field, he's just nasty. And he couples that with really good contact balance. I mean, you can grab at his feet, you know, try to trip him, try to arm tackle him. He'll just kind of bounce off you, like regroup really quickly. And then he's got that acceleration, hits that top speed like you just – Yeah, I've I've got an article dropping tomorrow on the Nerds, and it's just it's got a couple plays on there that shows you how good his contact balance is, and then he just runs with really good vision instincts. Like he understands where he's supposed to be, what he's going to do to make somebody miss. He seems to have a plan, and it's just really quick. He doesn't mind telling guys.
1: He tells guys where to go too in the open field, like to set up blocks. He'll be he'll point like all right, my guy, right right there. Go get that guy. I'm gonna follow you out. I'm sure you saw it. There was that play against Memphis, right? Was an outside run, was a sweep. He came out, safety came down, right? But the cornerback was kind of creeping on him, and it was like a small little window. The safety fell. He like little like a little like a like Euro step over the guy, right? But used him as a block so the cornerback couldn't tackle him, just scooted out and went for another 35 yards. I mean, he just he's planning the next two steps.
0: You know, you know yeah. I mean, when he's out there moving. Yeah, I don't know how many times I saw him just stop. Right. Like, you know, and he just like hide <laughs> behind the defender. Yep. And then boom, gone. Dude, that, that's just awesome. You know, like, so, all right, we talked a little bit about weaknesses. I hate size being a weakness, but it is the elephant in the room. I mean, other than size, what are some things you think he could work on?
1: And we spoke a little bit, um, you know, before we got on the show about, you know, the ACL tears. You know, it's yeah. obviously anybody with ACL tears. You know, you're concerned about that. I'm not saying that he's this gentleman, but Jamal Charles taught two different ACLs and was a thousand yard Russia. After tearing the ACLs both times. So right. It, 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 nowadays, with you know the way they can fix things medically, I'm not really concerned about that. I was um I had Travis May on my show um earlier this week, and we were talking about spears a little bit, and he brought up a valid point. He got you know all those carries because there really was nobody else there. There was an injury early in camp, and they just said, Okay, we're gonna feature you. And um, it took a little bit like we spoke about earlier, it took five weeks before. Spears hit the switch and said, "Okay, I can play. There's no injury that, anymore. You know what I mean? And and like I said, he went off, you know, from week seven to week fourteen for you know, 151 carries for 1269 yards and a total of ten touchdowns. So, I mean, right? If you if yeah. he could have played like that all year, I think we would, we'd have him in another <laughs> in, in a whole different realm of where it would be. I know a lot of people got him, uh, uh, other you know different rankings of where he's going to get drafted. Um, but yeah, the injury that's always going to be some in the back of some GM's mind. Obviously, you know, everybody likes, you know, a bigger back, you know, for longevity, for wear and tear. Right. 201, I mean, if he gets, like, maybe 205, 206, 207 without losing some speed, I think that's, you know, would be better for him. You look at Zay Flowers. He put on, you know, 10 pounds of muscle in, in, in a month. So, I mean, it can be done and still you still be quick. I, I think those are really the only concerns for me. You know, I, like I said, I think he, he on a team, even yeah. if he falls out of the second into the third, I, I think he could still be a day one starter.
0: Right, yeah, I I noticed a couple things. I noticed he's not a power back. You know, he's not a guy who's gonna push right. piles. You know, he's not gonna run somebody straight over. You know, that's not his game as a pass catcher. I'd like to see him do a little bit more. He did a lot of swing routes. You know, yes. But when he but when he did, I mean, he he appeared like his hands were solid and sure. Like he he knows what he's doing. He understands what he can do. Get him in space. I mean, if you get him in space, that's Whew, that's how he's going to succeed then there's always that level of competition coming from a g5 school you know but you can only play who you're who's in front of you so. you, you, you
1: you want to talk though like you no know, you no know, like yeah, the power, i'm not saying power back but like all right against cincinnati he had 35 carries and that was week 12 right? and then the next week against ucf he had 22 so and then he had right. 17 against usc for 200 so it's like he, <laughs> it can't be done he had 24 against memphis like he 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 can't carry the rock he can't, oh, yeah, he can't definitely. carry the load you know, when they knock him on, I they say he's not a power back, and I get a lot of crap because I get a lot of crap about Will Levis, and I get a lot of crap when I go out and say this, but what is in reality the difference between Tajay Spears and Jameer Gibbs?
0: Yeah, exactly. And they got yeah, he, Gibbs on platform, Gibbs, right? he's Gibbs a platform. Played, Gibbs played SEC. That's it. One I year. Mean,
1: for one year, right? But he Gibbs wasn't is, even a dude in Georgia Tech, though. He was like, he wasn't like, like sh-
0: whoa. I'm not going to say a shit, shit inside runner, but inside running. I don't want Gibbs running inside. Thank you. might be one of the only no. gentlemen on, on the angry blue bird, Dwight, that agrees with me there. <laughs> I get cremated for that.
1: Oh, inside run. Go check it. Go check out positive play per inside the hash. Check that out. Come right. back and talk to me.
0: All right. where Where is Spears in your rookie rankings?
1: I got Spears in my rookie rankings. It, it kind of has been fluctuating for me between six seven and eight like five six seven is somewhere in, in that realm i i i got you know Bijan's obviously one Gibbs is two for me. Um, and then, like, everybody's kind of up in the air. People got Chabonet up there, you know, eight chain. I'm still on the Zach Evans train. I just think that the style of run, uh, being able to do it, at TCU, then going to the SEC, old oh, miss, and, and doing it there behind Judkins, who was went off. My man still went on almost for a thousand yards, right? I think he gets a lot of slack because of like the attitude thing, but I kind of think that's behind him. He played for lane train, there was no issues there. I like Chabonet, and then that's where like I got him grouped. I got the Devon eight chain, I got Spears. Tank, Bigsby, right there. Those three guys are kind of in a group. And and Tucker. Tucker third tier. Yeah, he leads the the third tier, though. And I think there's a chance that he could sneak into, like, that second tier back end of it.
0: Yeah, especially with draft capital. Right. Uh, Speaking of draft capital, the NFL mock draft database projects him as a third-round guy. I I think I'd like to see second, late second, but I think third's probably the sweet spot. But I really would like to see a little better. Um, do you agree with that? And are there any teams in the second or third round you really like to see him on? So if we go, uh, if we stay on chalk
1: by what evidence done in the NFL drafts past, say, five, six years, um, there's no yeah. running backs are going to go in the first round, right? Maybe Bijan might go. That depends, right? But if he doesn't, obviously he's going to be top of the second, which will make, I think, Spears fall to the third because, or you could, or you could see running backs go on a run in the second because there are teams. You got three guys that kind of like not want to play for their team Eckler. You got Barkley said he's not coming in, right? We don't know what's going on with Delvin Cook or Josh Jacobs. So that all up in the air, we could see what happens. Though I agree with them being a third round pick right now. Yeah. I guess he, I kind of have to because of the way the running backs kind of go. The way the NFL treats running backs kind of like a dime a dozen. Unless you're that, you know, Alpha Omega guy, you, you know, th- th- you're not going to get longevity or, or the bag for that matter. So, yeah, I could see him being, you know, top of the third. I, I do think I would like to see him go end of the second. I think there could be a team who needs a running back in a s- situation who could try to sneak up to the you know, end of the second and get him.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a couple teams. I, I mean, I, I'd like to see him land on a place where he's got a veteran to sit behind a little bit, you know, and kind of get the speed. Um, basically, any of those teams. I'd love to see him on my Bengals. I'd love to see him on, you know, I think he can fit almost any scheme or any team could use him in the right way. Kansas yeah. City would be fun.
1: So, um, yeah. Your Bengals, uh, I, I, it kind of scares me a little bit because I don't know if Mixon's going to be bit. there. So, if Mixon's gone, now you're looking at him being the lead back, right? Right, right. So don't like, yeah. right, I I like Miami a lot. I think him in Miami is like Miami's knocking fun. out the park, yeah. speed game. Everybody around him, you got those veterans in front of him with the speed, and then he can come in. He, he could probably surpass them by mid season. They ain't home in New Orleans with Alvin Kamara probably getting suspended. Yeah. I like that. If Eklof were to go. Pairing him with Isaiah Great Spiller, yeah. I think that would be a huge fit. I mean, you're spreading the field more for Herbert, right? You getting two guys. You got got speed. Spiller can bang a little bit on the inside. You line them in a dual back set, right? And and you keep you bunch. You know, Keenan Allen and and, and uh, Mike Williams close. Right. That's a dangerous. That's a dangerous scheme. Another team that I'm not really counting out because I think everything they they said have done, I don't believe. I think it's all smoke. Is Carolina? Like I could see Carolina scooping this guy in the end of the second. Like, I could see Carolina trading out of the first pick and just getting, like, six picks and you know, one at the end of the first and then between five more picks between the second and third round. Like, I, I could see it happen. Houston could be that team. Like, it, it
0: just could be a thing. Right. So, yeah.
1: I don't
0: yeah, know. He, but he'd, I, yeah, he'd be nice in Carolina to work it with Miles Sanders. That'd be kind of nice. Exactly.
1: He goes behind Miles Sanders, right? Now, uh, my biggest knock on Miles Sanders is he doesn't score touchdowns. Obviously, last year he had a better year, but he doesn't tip. Typically score touchdowns, right? He's a guy that's right. between twenty to twenty. He can catch the ball, right? He's he's shifting and elusive. But that would be a good fit for him. And look at all the leadership in the coaching department that they brought in. Like Frank Wright brought in dudes. Everybody oh, yeah. has NFL experience or, or collegiate experience, multiple years. So like those, those are the teams like I think he could fit. If you were to fall in the third round, then it's open playing field, bro. I think anybody would take him. And who'd you say for a comp on him? Player uh, comp? Alvin Kamara, and then like right. a, I think a lazy man comp. It's really not lazy because they literally are a, a mirror type of back. Was Matt Forte? You only say lazy because he came out of two
0: wing. Right. All right. Cool. Thanks, Nino. Thank you very much, man. Thank you for making some time for me tonight. I know you have 87 podcasts you do a week. So uh, <laughs> I yeah, was oh, like, where can I get, Where can I get on? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I, I always fit you in. You do I do everything for me, man? Can I get, me, can man, I get your number, man? Can I get your number? Come <laughs> on. Uh, <laughs> All right. Nino. You know, tell everybody where they can find you on on Twitter and your work, man.
1: No, uh, you can find me at Nino Brown underscore T2T or over at total to titles and CFB nation. Just you know, we do the college side at CFB Nation. Uh, I'll be at BC on on Saturday for the spring game, and then next week I'll be in Syracuse for that spring game. And then total titles, we just finished up on the clock right before this. The draft show, uh, we'll be going live for the draft. we uh, be bringing people in and out, and we got a IDP mock at the end of uh the end of the month right before the draft. So, you, you, you IDP guy interested in getting in? i um, Dwight. If you're interested, I'd love to have you on.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got it. I'll be on draft night a little bit later. I think is what Shep said a little bit later at night. I don't know when. So we'll see. My, my wife's out of town, dude. I'm going to be living large for a couple of days. So. <laughs> You're going to be like me. <laughs> all right. You can find me on Twitter. FF People's people this podcast daily draft RPRT. Thank you all very, very much for listening. I don't know when this will post, but it will be about a week from the draft. So I'm almost there, baby. Talk to you tomorrow.